conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that, like the Black Eyed Peas, just keeps running, running, and running, running, and running, running, and running, running, because it's never ending. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? You know, Dan, I'm still coming down from our pre-recording conversation about how many different restaurants someone could get married in. That you have eaten at also. Yes, Pizza Man. Add it to the list. Okay. That It's a lot, everyone. It's just a lot of restaurants in the Milwaukee area want you to get married there. And they're not big restaurants either. No. No. <laughs> uh, anyway. What, a, what an auspicious start to the podcast. <laughs> I just, gauge, okay, Dan and I are both engaged, not to each other. No. I am, I am engaged to an Anna, though, which makes this uh, not confusing yes. at all. And I'm hashtag Anna's engaged to Gage. <laughs> oh, I get it. I was so proud to use that hashtag. <laughs> I was, I've been sitting on that since we started dating. TV yeah, when did you first think about that? Mm, it came to me in a dream. Three years ago, I sat up in bed and went, I knew exactly what I was going to say. That took dream inspiration? Like, it's no. clever, but it's not. Thank you. No, it's it did not, not take. the most clever thing. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm not a hashtag guru, okay? Some people got some. So I've seen some stupid ones in my day. <laughs> Somebody I went to high school with posts. I'm not going to say name names just in case. Somebody I went to high school with is getting married, and their fiance posted a picture of them with their hashtag, and it took me like five minutes to figure out what it said. Oh, no. I was like, what? The? I had to adjust my glasses like an elderly. I could not figure it out. <laughs> um, but yes, we are engaged, and I got Anna turned on to a website that's for wedding planning in Milwaukee. Yes. Thank and you, she's Dan. Going ham at it now. I love it. I'm thriving. I only got two years to plan. Yeah. How are you going to get it in on time? I don't know. Stress. Sounds like, sounds like your engagement's going to be a never ending. Oh my god. I Dan We haven't even started talking about this movie and Gage is gonna be so I'm probably gonna be single next time we talk because I didn't care for this movie. Oh boy. Um neither did I. Oh thank God. I went to grade yeah. school with a kid who was obsessed with this movie. I had literally never heard of this movie until two years ago. Cause of Stranger Things? No, because of a guy that I worked with set his profile picture on Teams to something from this. And I was like, what is that? Was it Falcor? It was the the main Atreyu riding on Falcor. Falcor. Oh. Yeah. Okay, weird flex. Weird flex. But like that's a, how I first heard of it. Um, is he older than us? Like a child in the 80s or just a No, he's child? our age. Oh, so wait. He's, yep. What's, just, what's his name? a regular dude. You don't know him. I wasn't sure if this was when you were in Milwaukee or not. I was nervous. It was. You still don't know him. What's his name, though? What if it's his the same guy? Trevor. Trevor? I'm not going to give out his last name. No, no. I just wanted to know because that's not the name of the kid that I was thinking of. Good. I just wanted to know, Dan. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, drop his address. Like, I just wanted to know his first name. I, I know that you don't know him. Uh, well, what if I did? You absolutely would have come up in conversation if he knew you. Because everybody you. who we mutually knew came up in conversation at some point. And it was like oh. six people. I thought you were saying that because I'm so memorable. It's fine. I'll cry. Okay. Um, so the movie that we're talking about today is The Never Ending Story. Capitalized N and E in Never Ending. Mm -hmm. Directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Beautiful name. Who also directed Air Force One, Das Boot, The Perfect Storm, and Troy. Oh. Who also died three weeks ago? 
Oh my god. Yeah, he died on August 12th. That's six days before my birthday. He died more. Way to make it about you. I I decreed the other day that no more family members are allowed to die within a week of my birthday. I think that's fair. It's a fair decree. I thought it was fair too. She has a DNR. Well, you better R her for another week. Literally. Uh, written <laughs> by Wolfgang Peterson and Hermann Weigel. Weigel? Weigel? They're German. Everybody's German. Weigel? Because the W is pronounced like a V, right? Yeah. Weigel? Based, based on the never-ending story by Michael End. End? Ende? That's kind of Again, ironic. Also German, right? That his last name's End. <laughs> Starring Noah Hathaway. No relation. Barrett oh. Oliver. Tammy Stronach. Patricia Hayes, Sidney Bromley, Gerald McRaney, and Moses Gunn. What a name Moses Gunn is, also. I was thinking about, this is not related to names, but I don't think you said his name. The guy who plays all the Oompa Loompas in the Johnny Depp. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I've never movie. seen that movie. What? Why would I? Because it's a masterpiece. Fly to Wisconsin right now. I'm putting it in as we speak. I don't want to. I fucking love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. All I, variations. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is a great movie. It is, except for Cheer Up Charlie. That song can suck my booty. It's so bad. It's the best song in the movie. Cheer Up Charlie gave us a smile. What happened to that boy I used to know? I know every fucking word, Dan. Uh, produced by... New Constantine Film, which is a German film production company, Bavaria Film, which is a German film production company, and Producers Sales Organization, which sounds like a mob front. Yeah. It was released on April 6th, 1984 in what was then West Germany uh, and July 20th, 1984 in the United States and with a budget of 60 million Deutschmarks. Do you know the is conversion that, rate? Oh, I oh my god, I forgot for a second that German money was called marks, and I don't know what I thought you were what saying. What did you think it was? I thought you were saying that to be goofy. Like I thought you were saying that instead of dollar sign. No. Oh, <laughs> good lord, Anna. Okay, sorry. What was the question? Do you know what it was in U.S. dollars? How much was it in in German marks again? 60 million Deutschmarks. Well, I know after World War II, they had very low money. Their money had a very low amount. I'm mathing. Okay, but the Berlin Wall, wasn't that resurrected? Or not resurrected. Wasn't that erected during World War II? No. Am I wrong? It was erected in the early to mid 50s. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Don't tell my history (laughs) teachers, okay? It's been a while. Um, I'm gonna guess in American money, it's two million dollars. No, twenty-five million dollars. Dang it! I did the math wrong. What math were you doing? I couldn't remember if one, like I don't know. I was trying to figure out which one was worth more. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, with that budget, it made a hundred million dollars at the box office, and that's U.S. dollars. Dang. And that feels high. Am I crazy? It does feel high for the 80s. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 82% approval rating. From who? A magical journey about the power of a young boy's imagination to save a dying fantasy land. The never ending story remains a much loved kid's adventure. Roger Ebert, three stars out of four. Interesting. Gene Siskel said that the film's special effects and art direction were cheap looking and that Falkor the Luck Dragon resembled the sort of stuffed toy you'd win at a county fair and throw out when you left. He also referred to Noah Hathaway as a dullard and said that the film was much too long, even after Roger Ebert pointed out that the film was only 90 minutes long. I was just going to say it was only 90 minutes long. Dang! 
That's a child actor he took down. Mm-hmm. I love it. Wow, he said, I don't I care about it. how old you are. I'm not sugarcoating this. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Oh, my God. I, it was giving discount Henson. Yeah, I thought it was. You thought it was Henson? I, at first, because I was like, why would they? I knew it wasn't just because I knew for some reason, but I didn't know it was German. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of a weird flex that Germany did this movie in English about an American kid. Yeah. But again, it is weird. You know, Reagan's America was a completely different place. It was. I so I'm looking at the. It says that it made a hundred million dollars at the box office. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Worldwide, it made twenty oh. million dollars in the U.S. Okay. But on the list of highest grossing films from 1984, it's not on the list. Maybe because it's considered a foreign film? Well, it's not on the international list either. Oh. And it's it's Did not you... there in 1985 either. The movies that grossed more than $100 million in 1984, there were five of them. And Wait, can I guess? Yeah, we've talked about two of them. Two of them? Like in a series? Yeah. Okay. One's got to be... No, that's the 90s, I think, right? No. What? It's... No. Hang what? on. I'm thinking. Jurassic Park was the 90s, right? Jurassic Park was 1991, I think. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, one's the Blues Brothers? Nope, that's the 70s. Oh, 19, F. That's actually 1980. Oh, dang. Closer. Closer. Hmm. Do you have a hint? Yeah. Um, Wait. Okay. Was one of them a Tom Hanks movie? No. Neither of them were Tom Hanks movies. <gasps> okay. Hint me. Hint to you. Um, one starred... Uh, a man who also starred in Air Force One. That does nothing for me, Dan. Try to tie it back into Wolfgang Peterson. Um, okay, so so one, the series we did it with Tom. It's one of our first series that we did. Oh, God. What are we talking? Tom. Tom, be with me. <laughs> I don't remember. Indiana Jones and the Temple ah, of Doom. Crap. I should have known. And the other one we did, because it's a holiday movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? No. What other holiday movies did we watch? Wait. It wasn't a Christmas story, right? That came out in the 70s. No, we also haven't watched a Christmas story. Oh, duh. I was thinking of when we did our holiday movie rankings. Mm-hmm. Holiday movie. What holiday? Christmas? Christmas. And I'm I'm certain you've seen all five of these, but the Indiana Jones and the other one are the only ones we've talked about. What's the other one? Gremlins. Oh! I wouldn't consider that a holiday. Dang it! It is a holiday movie, though. You're right. There's a speech about Santa Claus. I know, and it's Christmas. I I love Gremlins. I feel so silly. (laughs) The other three movies that made over $100 were The Karate Kid, Ghostbusters, and Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, the only one I haven't seen is Beverly Hills Cop. And that's the highest grossing movie of 1984. Mm, apparently I have poor taste. i got to be honest, I've only seen clips of it on TV. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger in that one? Nope, Eddie Murphy. Oh, I was thinking of Kindergarten, Kindergarten Cop. Cop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think that those of you who are listening may have gathered by now. Uh, the reason that we're not talking about the never-ending story is because we both thought it was really bad. Sorry, everyone who might uh, like it. Yeah, I'm. I need to. I'm not apologizing to Gage, um, because you you said that this is one of his favorites. Not one of his favorites, but it's his favorite of the three of them. Okay, um, I guess like everyone needs to have a favorite kidney stone they pass. I, knock on wood, haven't had a kidney stone yet, so... Can you hear me, me knocking? Because I'm scared. Uh, yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. 
everyone in my family has had them, just as everyone in my family, I'm sure, has seen this movie. This was supposed to be a metaphor and not lead to a further discussion of your family's digestive problems. Drink your water, children. Make sure you're not letting calcium build up in your kidneys. This, uh, The NeverEnding Story is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Whoa. It is horrible. That felt really, that was very strong. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. I mean, it was better than Troll 2. I don't know if it was. It, it, can you hear her tags? Yeah, a dog Sorry. just popped up on top of Anna. Jester is licking the mic. She's got, she liked the movie, she wants to say. Oh, well, Jester, good thing you're not fully adopted yet. Yeah. I'll send you back. Sending her right back to the shelter. Um, I liked the bat. I don't even remember the bat. Okay, great. Love that. And I watched this movie three hours ago. It was a really minor character, so don't beat yourself up too much. It was... I don't... The framing device of the the kid reading it and having that be the story, it doesn't matter. Also, his name is Bastion Balthazar Bucks. I learned recently that Gage named one of his D&D characters Bastion after this character, and I took off my engagement ring and returned it. Good, as you should. I just, I don't care for any characters. I was hoping that the nothingness would take over, because then the movie would end quicker. I found the the childlike empress to be really creepy. That's mm-hmm. my and I I like scary movies, but that was scary. That was a jump scare. She was scary. Why was the kid shirtless the whole time? He's twelve. He's apparently also supposed to be green. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, Gage told me. I don't know. I don't it, know. It's just there's it's 94 minutes, and that's 88 minutes too long. It should have ended when he gets thrown into the dumpster in quote-unquote New York City. With hay on his head? Yeah, why is there hay? <laughs> why I is there so much thing. hay in these New York dumpsters? It was like, are there horses running rampant in New York City? <laughs> also, at the end, when they're flying around New York City, it's so <laughs> obviously not New York. It's whatever German city they filmed it in. Yes. It is West Berlin. Absurd. It's, yeah, it was it was a little rough. I mean, I wanted to cut it some extra slack again because it was the 80s and they didn't have the greatest. Um, like, it was all a lot of practical stuff. Oh, yeah. The, whatever. That's fine. But I mean, on a story and, f- like, Watching a film sense. This I, is as bad as the 2011 version of Footloose. One might say it's giving Vince Vaughn remake of Psycho. Ooh, ooh, that is harsh. I don't know if is I'd go tr- that far. I would. It might, though. I'm just saying. It might. I mean, should we get into it? I don't want to get into it. Yeah, but before we do, do you think parts of this were lip synced? Yes. Okay, now let's get into it. Poorly, also. Mm-hmm. Um, so, movie starts out. We got a fucking dork. He's a, a child. A 10 year old bitch. Yeah, and his dad's drinking orange juice egg blender drink. Ugh, when I tell you I ralphed looking at that, <laughs> his dad is giving. 80s dad aesthetic. I love his dad. His dad is... I wore an outfit the other day, and that's what I looked like. Um, His dad is is played by Gerald McRaney. Okay, Gerald. Has been in a bunch of things. Do you think he actually drank that egg thing, or do you think it was a stunt double? Do I think it was a stunt double drinking his orange egg? No, like... (laughs) They poured it into a cup, and then they said cut, and then they swapped They switched it out? No, I think it was a (laughs) one-shot. I think it was a one-er. They wanted to emphasize (laughs) he needed to get his protein with his orange juice. I feel like if I was drinking that on set, 
they would have had to call cut because I would have made a grossed out face. I would have made like a face. It is. It was frothy. Yeah, it's uh, there's a there's a drink in Los Angeles uh, called Orange Bang. Whoa, um, <laughs> that sounds aggressive. I know, which is somewhat similar. It's made with real juices and egg whites. See, egg white I can deal with. The thing that's giving me the ick is the yolk. That's fair. Because, like, egg whites, like, there's egg whites in, in, well, there's whole egg in Caesar dressing, actually. You're not supposed to eat Caesar salad if you're pregnant because there's, like, eggs in it, right? Thankfully, I'm not pregnant because I'm going to eat so much. There's a lot to unpack there. What? Oh. You're not supposed to eat eggs when you're pregnant? You're not supposed to Why, eat, like, raw things. Why, are you going to birth to a chicken? No, <laughs> no, you don't eat raw things. You can't eat anything that could potentially, like, I'm a healthy young adult, so I can uh-huh. eat pretty much whatever I want, and if I get sick, it's probably not going to kill me. Mm-hmm. A pregnant person or an elderly person or a young child, so pretty much everybody except for people our age, shouldn't be eating things like orange juice with a raw egg in it because it can make us, re- it makes them really sick. Okay, Michelle Obama. Like, pregnant. Ruining school lunches. Stop. I did a presentation on why that should be illegal when I was in high school. (laughs) I really thought. I really thought. (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) Anyway. um, So, Bastion's dad is like, stop being a bitch and show up to school on time. Basically. Good talk. And... Of course, he gets chased on his way to school by bullies who want his lunch money, and he doesn't have any lunch money, so they throw him in a hay-filled dumpster that he pops out covered in hay, and then a horse comes by. He's like, ooh, time to eat. I bet that was the comfiest dumpster on earth. You should listen to my band's new album, The Comfiest Dumpster. Yeah. I love that. Uh, And to escape from the bullies after jumping out of the dumpster and seeing the bullies again and them saying... Why are you out of that dumpster? Why do they care? Aren't you all going to school? Uh, he, he hides in a bookstore and annoys the bookseller, Mr. Coriander. Who, Stop. His name is not Coriander. Yeah, his name is Mr. Coriander, and Ugh. he's cousins with salt and pepper from Blue's Clues. Literally. Ew. Um, Mr. Coriander treats Bastion like he's the dumbest person in the world. Him talking about books is giving the same energy as dudes who walk up to people wearing band shirts asking them to name three songs. Mm-hmm. He's like, name a book. I bet you can't. The, the, the video arcade is up the street. You have to read and it requires, it, it requires a little more effort from you. Right? And of course, like, Bastion's listing, like, classics. And I'm like, yeah. Gage, if I walked into a bookshop with a snooty bookshop owner like that, Am I really going to have to tell him about, like, yeah, I read horror mo- novels and smut, obviously. <laughs> well, I'm just, he, he, it's like when somebody's like, like your song example, you walk up to, you, you see a girl on the street. I say girl because it's always these weird ass dudes walking up to a girl wearing like a Nirvana shirt. I know. I, I every time I wear my uh, Def Leppard shirt, my anxiety shoots up. Oh, you like Def Leppard? Name two of their songs, and then you say like, "Photograph" and "Pour some sugar on me." Pour some sugar on me, and they're like, oh, oh, "Everybody my knows queen. those songs, dummy." Right. <laughs> um. Anyway, Bastion he steals the book, Mister Coriander's reading. Even though he says it's not safe like regular books. And he Ew. promises that he's going to return it. Um, also, why the fuck was he reading it? Is he the reason why the, it got so shitty in there? I, I don't know. He he gives me the ick. Like, he's just... They tried to make him so magical and mysterious. And he just... Something went wrong and he, he turned seem, scary. He doesn't seem magical and mysterious. He seems like the priest that they reassigned because they got too many complaints. Exactly. Like, 
he was the school librarian, but he shamed kids based on what book that he's like, oh, Guardians of Ghoul again, you fucking nerd. So they kicked him out. <laughs> Why don't you read a re- book about real owls? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's his issue is that you're not reading the proper aviary books. Literally, he hands you an encyclopedia of owls instead. <laughs> Go sit on your roof and watch. Guardians um, of Ghoul aren't real. Don't say that. Sorry, Dan. Don't don't say that. It was real to me. So Bastion goes to school and he sees that he's missing his math class. And the math test is going on. And instead of being like showing up late and saying to the teacher, sorry, the bullies threw me in the hay dumpster. He then goes and hides in the set of Macbeth attic. That Literally. The attic was giving whimsy it was giving there was a giant auditorium somewhere in their school that he could have hidden instead also why were there mm-hmm. candles there just waiting and to be skeletons lit? why were there full-ass skeletons in there yeah and the windows were ginormous you'd think those would have to be locked so a kid didn't like try to climb up them or something hey this is a german new york grade school you're right and things are different in- there Das York. The York? Yeah. Did I stutter? (laughs) Um, So, he starts reading the book. It describes the fantasy world of Fantasia. I'm weary. And it's being devoured by this force called the nothing. Um, Inside of Fantasia, we are first introduced to... uh, the Night Hob and Teeny Weenie, who are about to get rolled over by the giant rock biter. Wait, Teeny Weenie, that's the one who's played by the guy. He's played by Deep Roy. Oompa- yes, he plays yeah. the Oompa Loompas. What a unique name. Uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's short for Gun Deep Roy. Still, still a cool name. Yeah, uh, which is a. Which is a stage name also from his real name, from his... This is interesting. So, he's a Kenyan-British actor born to Indian parents in Kenya. That's like, um, Lupita Nyong'o is, like, Mexican, Mm -hmm. born to... I don't remember where she's from. Parents. But she's, like, she's, like, a Mexican-African-American. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hyphens. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so immediately, I don't care about I these only creatures. cared because I definitely was like, that's not his voice, Deep Roy. I was no. like, that, that, that the math ain't math in here. Because <laughs> he has a deep voice, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's in his name. <laughs> that's how it works. He's just self-identifying as a base right off the bat. Yeah. Um. So uh, all these people were sent to help the Empress of Fantasia to get to the Ivory Tower um, and save Fantasia. From the nothing. From Rhapsody in Blue. Oh, I freaking love Rhapsody in Blue. Have you seen the part of Fantasia with it? Of course I have. Okay, good. I'm glad you went to grade school when I did. Yes. We all uh, watch Fantasia 2000. Mm-hmm. With the weird Steve Martin introduction thing, and then yeah. we never got far enough to get past the whales. Oh, the freaking whales! That's a story for another day. <laughs> we should watch the two Fantasias. That's not, we're not going to have a lot to talk about. I know, but we can just, you know, vibe. Just vibe. Um, so they, they talk to Moses Gunn, who addresses the crowd, and there's they've all come there for answers. The Empress is ill, and the nothing may be responsible. But a great warrior of the plains named Atreyu has been summoned, and he holds the key to saving the world. Okay, I didn't understand this. Maybe you can explain it to me. Maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe I didn't care. You know, those are the only options. Yes. Um. So the scene where Atreyu... Ca- they're talking about him, and... Uh-huh. Bastion's like, 
Because they're like, oh, he hunts the purple buffalo or whatever. And he looks at his backpack and it's got a Native American person hunting a buffalo on it. Mm-hmm. Was that supposed to mean something to me? Um, I think Are it's we... supposed to be the Bastion is filling in the blanks with what he's seen from his childhood. So he's just imagining a Native American person hunting a buffalo. Yeah, because I'm sure he's seen that on TV or something. Okay. I just was like, are we to assume that that's what this means? Do you think that Bastion went to Woodstock 99? Yes. Okay. He was trampled. Just, (laughs) he died. (laughs) He was killed in Woodstock 99. (laughs) For some reason, my brain is going, where's your band, Squidward? They died in a marching accident. (laughs) Uh, so we meet Atreyu and everybody thinks he's going to be the big Tarzan-like warrior, but no, no, no. He's a child boy. He's a literal baby. He's a child. And he's, he's... been given a, a medallion. Yeah, with snakes on it. Yeah, and it will guide him and protect him on his quest. And it matches uh, the medallion on the book. Yes. And as he sets out, the nothing summons a wolf named Gmork Sounds to kill Atreyu. Hey, that's proper in this sense. It is a German film. You're right. <laughs> so, first off, Atreyu rides on his horse, Artax, which Anna pointed out that all the characters in this movie have names like prescription drugs. Oh my god. Yes. They literally rolled the letter dice. Maybe the, this guy went to about his medicine Charon. cabinet. Literally. This man went to his medicine cabinet was like, I need a name for a character. Well, we got Talk to here. your pharmacist today about Gamork. Ew. May cause internal bleeding. Um, I'm looking at the character names. The, the bookseller, Coriander, his full name is Carl Conrad Coriander. What's Gross. with the alliteration, dude? Stop his, it. No wonder he hates his life. His parents named him Carl Candy Coriander. Conrad. Conrad. I couldn't remember. <laughs> so you went with Candy? Candy. Sure for Candace, you know. Oh, obviously. So Atreyu's first quest is to the advisor Morla the Ancient One, who's a big ass turtle. Um, but to get there, he has to go through the swamps of sadness. The Bog of Despair, as I was calling it. And his horse, Artax, is sad. Okay, this part was a little sad, but this is the only part I'd ever seen before. And it kills itself instead of getting happy. Yikes. Why is the horse sad? What do horses have to be sad about? He was riding. He was running. He was like, ugh. Did he get self-aware? He's like, I'm a horse. It's my purpose. Life has no meaning. And he cried and threw himself into the bog. Into the La Brea Tar Pits. Do you know what La Brea means? No, but I've been to the Tar Pits. What does it mean? The tar. Are you fucking kidding me? The La Brea Tar Pits is the the tar tar pits. That's it for Fun Los Angeles Facts with Dan. Come back next week when I'll tell you all about where you can get toast from Dairy Queen in the Los Angeles area. Hot dog. Dairy Queen treat. Uh, So, Artax gets to Morla, who's allergic to young humans. Same. Mood. (laughs) And he doesn't have Atreyu's answers, but he does direct him to the Southern Oracle, who is 10,000 miles away. Oh, uh, I, I, by the time we got to the Southern Oracle, I forgot what we were doing there. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I also expected the Southern Oracle to sound like, I do declare, I am the Southern Oracle. And take I its hat off gentleman. and start fanning itself while drinking a mint julep. Mr. Beauregard, put Ooh. your fingers back in my glove, Alden. Crack a window, this flower is a wilting. Oh, pour me a mint julep because I am thirsting. 
I'm always thirsting, especially for a mm. big You That's a really easy thing to fix. Yeah, I just don't have the mint julep makings, you know what I mean? I don't have my dad's garden is overrun with mint though, so I guess I could make this happen. It's not like you you have to make a trek to get to your dad's garden either. That's like no. a half hour drive. Correct. If that. If I'm speeding, Go do a little less. go do a little parent shopping. Every day. Every damn day, Nike swish. <laughs> Uh, so, Atreyu, he, he gets tired, and he almost gets killed by Gamork while trying to escape the swamps, but... Wait, what? Gets... Where was I? I'm not totally sure where that was either, but he okay. gets saved by the dragon Falcor. Look, I'm reading a synopsis. I thought that he just got saved, like, Falcor was like, your horse died, that sucks, swoop. I guess... In the background, Gamork's like, I'm Gamork. I'm here to kill oh, you. I just feel like I remember only he was in the pit and his eyes open and they were green and it was scary and that was it. Are you describing this movie from when you first watched it? Because that sounds like a seven-year-old description. Last night was the first time I watched it. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Falcor takes Atreyu to the home of two gnomes. Who live near the gates to the Southern Oracle? They were gnomes. I thought Apparently. they were elves. Gnomes, elves, trolls, narblog, whatever. <gasps> Not narblogs. They're eating her. Then they're gonna eat me. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Uh, so they watch somebody try to cross the first gates, but apparently you gotta be confident and have self-confidence to cross through, and this dude gets shwasted. I would murder, be murdered. I would, I would simply be murdered, obviously. <laughs> I would be unalived in two seconds. <laughs> uh, so, Atreyu, he gets through the gates confident in himself enough. Good for uh, her. Honestly. But when he gets to the second gate, which is a mirror that shows the viewer's true self, uh, I don't know if you've watched the rehearsal. No. Nathan Fielder's new show. Uh, but for those of you who have watched it, it's kind of like that. I was confused because the gnome was like, oh. It's so scary, that mirror one. It sent grown men running to the hills. Mm -hmm. He's like, facing your true self, the kind see that they are truly unkind. The brave see that they are truly fearful. I was like, so it just shows you the opposite. Yeah, right? Like, oh no, my reflection would be a rich person who doesn't have confidence issues and anxiety. How scary. What do you mean? My reflection, someone who's not depressed? Whoa! Damn. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> um, so he sees in his reflection um, a boy, and it's Bastion. He's his Bastion. Worst nightmare. Bastion the boy. Yeah, if I looked in the mirror and saw Bastion, I'd just start ramming my head into it like Terran. Not Terran. Um, what's his name? In Foxcatcher. You are uh, listing things I didn't even know existed. Ah, uh, you've seen the clip. Uh, he's from Step Up to the Streets. Ch Channing no, Tatum. No, Step Up 1, Channing Tatum. I knew and it. Channing Tatum slamming his head into a mirror. I'm, 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 going into, I'm going deep into my references. Deep Roy into deep, my references. Deep cuts from Dan O'Keefe. You should listen to my pirate radio show, Deep Cuts with Dan O'Keefe. First off, that's right. Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Oh, God. Dan, you know Gage know loves Meatloaf, right? Yeah, of course he does. You don't know what a deep we cut is? We talked about this last episode. No, okay. I do know what a deep cut is. Oh, good. I just I couldn't think like... of any deep cuts off the top of my head. That was the first song that came to mind. I mean, it's a good song. Yeah, but it's not a deep cut. No, uh, it's like his one of his most famous songs. Yeah. Anyway, Atreyu meets the Southern Oracle and... He gets told the only way to save the Empress is to find a human child who lives beyond the boundaries of Fantasia to give her a new name. I, when I heard that 
And then he goes, I wish it was me. It comes back to Bastion. She's like, I wish I could give her a name. My mother had the most beautiful name. Please tell me he didn't name her after his mother at the end. Yep, because yep his mother, Moonchild. I... I said to Gage, I was like, if he gives her some tacky ass name, he's like, Sarah, like, <laughs> Jane. Michelle. So, my dog is currently ripping apart a cow toy, and I'm just watching her to make sure she doesn't eat it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, just in case you're hey, wondering what my head is doing. Hey, you know, they're carnivores, and cows mm-hmm. are meat. Yeah, but she's like, it's not a real cow. It's a fabric cow, for the record. Oh, I thought you had a real cow in your living room. I wish. Can you imagine? She did have a beef chew earlier, and she got mad because I took it away for her to eat her real dinner. Speaking of beef chew, this week's episode of In Conclusion is sponsored by Blue Chew. It's like a cow for your dong. Still haven't heard back from them. What the fuck? You don't remember my Blue Chew advertisements from a couple I weeks ago? I do remember, Dan. I remember all too well. Uh, speaking of all too well, this week's episode of In Conclusion is brought to you by all too well, 10-minute version, Taylor's version. But, like, it kind of hits, Dan. It does. It also just won uh, a moon person at the VMAs. It was good. It changed it from a moon man. Um, oh. How? That was in 2017. Call it an astronaut. Though. It's old news. It's a fucking astronaut. Call it an astronaut. An astro person. There's the word man is not <laughs> in that word. Uh, so Atreyu is riding on Falkor's back and he gets knocked off into the sea of possibilities and loses his special necklace. Gasp. The world is shook. Yeah, he walks on shore. He's in abandoned ruins. There are some murals depicting his adventure. Gamork is there. The ick is had all around because Gamork is clearly a monster on a stick. Yeah. And he's like, hi, I'm Gamork. He's like, oh, I'm going to eat you. Fantasia's humanity's imagination without boundaries. Gamork is And then nothing the is the manifestation of the loss of hopes and dreams. And they build it up like they're going to have a big-ass fight, and then Gamork jumps, and Atreyu just stabs him in the chest and kills him. Literally! Gage was telling me a fact about this, about how, like, apparently that little boy almost lost his eye during this scene. Would have been more interesting. Well, he was telling me that, and I was like, oh, so there's going to be a major fight. No. Mm -hmm. No. No, no, no. That's not it. Tiny fight. Mm. Uh, so he, th- nothing begins to consume the ruins. This is also the plot of Elf. I don't know why I thought you were going to say the Babadook. That's, that's, do you think I've seen the Babadook? Do you think I've Come seen on the now. Babadook? Yes. I haven't. Oh, surprising. I know. Um, so Falcor retrieves the Auron with his mouth. Uh, and rescues Atreyu with his back. Nice. That's interesting. I wish it was a Jonah and the Whale situation. Where he eats him? Where he had to ride in him the entire time. Okay. More Not to be that person. Not sexual. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Get. Come on. No. I'll never be stopped. Uh, they they find themselves <laughs> in a... so oh, annoyed. Jesus. It... At what point I prefaced it. You knew it wasn't I sexual. I know, but I had to be a little naughty, okay? I was having fun. I am a little naughty. Just having a good time. I'm here for the good vibes. Mr. Beauregard, I'm here to be a little naughty. Ew. <laughs> There's only fragments of Fantasia left, but then they spot the Empress's ivory tower amongst the fragments. Gasp. And then we meet the Empress, and she's <sighs> a terrifying child. When I tell you she scared me, that's my sleep paralysis demon. Her eyes, her doe eyes. Mm-hmm. Ew. Uh, do you want to know what, what other movies she's been in? What? None. She stopped while she was on top. Zero films. She was in a 1983 theater production of Winnie the Pooh as Piglet. Oh, <laughs> And a 2002 theater production of Signals of Distress as Dog. 
right? Mm-hmm. Interesting Good for her. Um, her uh, the the fun fact that I'll give you it's actually a good parenting fact mm-hmm. um, she was cast in, in the film and then her mom declined a sequel contract for her uh, because she thought that they worried about the lacking the wherewithal to help her daughter navigate the turbulent waters of childhood stardom in the film industry well I'm glad that somebody had the uh, had their adult pants on because right? so many children yeah so many children. Uh, and her dad are dumb. was an archaeologist. Oh, that's cool. I want to hear about right? that. Um, too bad. Oh. They the childlike empress. Atreus says that he's failed her because he didn't bring the human child. But she's like, "No, you did. He's been following along this whole time. <sighs> Just as Bastion is following Atreus' story, others are following Bastion's." And it's the never-ending story. And that means we're brought into the plot, and I hate this. Yeah, and then it we're makes the you ones think, following like, that. am I a book? Is somebody reading about me? Yeah, that's a thought that I frequently have. Am I a <laughs> book? Can you imagine? Dan, I feel like people would be so bored with my book. They'd be like, this bitch is sitting on her ass and eating ice cream again? Yeah, with me, they're like, he's eating how many nerds? Oh, God! How, the whole box? No. Not like the little one, like the the movie theater size one. Your teeth, Ew. Dan, please. I have great teeth. What's it like? Dentist just told me. I went last Dang. week. Kind of made jealous. out. Oh, um, I wish my dentist would kiss me. What? No, just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I have. Last time I was there, my dentist was pregnant, and it kind of freaked me out because her belly was like hitting my head. Did you tell her to eat raw eggs? No! I hope she had a very wonderful pregnancy, but I did not love the belly on my head. Boink, boink, boink. The reason you're bleeding is because you don't floss. Literally! (laughs) Uh, So, nothing begins to consume the tower. Empress explains Bastion must call out a new name to save Fantasia. But he's like, no, none of this has actually happened. Um... And then eventually he's like, whatever. And he screams out of the window of the attic, moon child. And that's the name he came up with. That's it. I said the same thing. Gage was like, he's seven. And I was like, when I was seven. Grampily. I I named my stuffed panda bear Sparkles. So I guess you're right. Yeah, I named my stuffed bunny, Bunny. Wow. Too, too innovative. You want to know why I named Sparkles Sparkles? She had a pink sparkly sparkle? sweater. Mm. So sort of. Do I know what I named the other stuffed bunny that I had? Bugs. Also bunny. Oh, Lord, Dan. And they were married. Oh, love to see it. Kind of like a Taylor Swift, Taylor Lautner situation. Mm. Love to see it. Yeah. So Bastion awakes with the Empress. Nice. Their children. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I made the joke, and then I forgot that they were kids. (laughs) The urge to make a horrible joke was too strong. And she gives him a grain of sand, which is the only remnant of Fantasia. And when she's mentioned sand, the first thing that popped in my head was, you're walking on the beach. You turn back. Only one set of footprints. Two sets. Jesus is walking with you. Oh, my God. Jesus was carrying you through the hard times. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, when you said grain of sand, my brain immediately went, did she write his name on it? Like the people at festivals used to do? I think they still do. Ooh. It's not I like you've run of out of sand. It is rice. It is not rice. sand. But I had one of those necklaces. Did you also have a puka shell necklace? No, it wasn't that basic. Okay, I had shark the tooth? rice, though. I had a lot of shark teeth growing up, yes. In your mouth or as necklaces? As a collection of just loose shark teeth. Okay, still doesn't answer my question. In your mouth or... Oh, no, just just, just loose <laughs> in my hands, in my jewelry box. So what I'm hearing is that your dentist is really just trying to take revenge on you for what you did to all those sharks and their teeth. I would never hurt a shark in my life. Mm, tell that to that teeth collection that you have. No, please. I was a child. Uh, so the Empress tells Bastion he can bring Fantasia back with the power of his imagination. Uh. And Bastion does. And they, he flies around on Falcor's back. Um, 
They rough up and the police. Apparently, he has immediate, he has infinite wishes. Dangerous. Um, and he doesn't wish to bring his mom back at all. Yeah, I literally like, thought that, that was the first, first wish. wish. Yeah. Because that's set up. Mom is dead. Number one. You get wishes at the back. end. He's a seven-year-old. They're codependent. Number you one, wish I to want your mom, mom back. back. Yeah. Number one, mom back. Number two, rich. Yeah. Number three, end the bullies. Put them in the dumpster. No, don't put them in the dumpster. Turn them into hay. Make a horse eat the hay. <laughs> Turn them into a horse. One of them into hay. One of them into a horse. One of them into a glue factory. <gasps> no, not the glue factory. Uh, so then Bastion and Falcor fly to the real world. Chase down the bullies through the, quote, streets of New York. Look at and, me. I'm the king of New York. And the, the bullies have to hide in the Hayfield dumpster. And then this narrator pops up. Yeah, who the we've F never was heard that? Before. Was that adult uh, Bastion? It's actually the voice of Falcor. Oh, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, but it's not Falcor. It is... Just now, the character of the narrator. No, but now you're saying that, it sounded a little bit like Falcor, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just uh, manifesting it because you're telling me, but... Oh, look, the guy who voiced Falcor mm-hmm. was in was the voice of a move, of a character in Foxcatcher, the movie Classic. I mentioned earlier. With Channing Tatum. Yes. Mm-hmm. What a world. He says that they had many more wishes and adventures. But that's another story. And then it ends, wow. thank God, with a bad 80s song. Turn around. Gage loves that song. He sings it all the time. Um, I always love to quote Stranger Things at him when he does it. Mm-hmm. Now, Dusty Bun, even though I've never seen Stranger Things. Hey, do you want to know a fun fact? Yes. That's a dude singing. Really? Lemal is a man. Oh, it's kind of wild. I definitely thought it was a child. English pop seeker singer Lemal, real name Christopher Hamill. Oh. Former lead singer of Kajagoogoo. Oh. That's all I got for you. We did it. We did it. That's the never-ending story, and it is horrible. It's such a bad movie. It was. It was really bad. I had, I had, literally, I had no expectations going into it. I'd never seen it. I didn't look anything up about it. The only thing I saw was where it was streaming and the HBO Max, like, info page. And I was still disappointed. I thought it was going to be good since it was such a big part of Stranger Things. I don't know why I thought that. I mean, I guess like I was thinking, oh, it's a staple of the 80s. It's a staple of the 80s. This is an 80s movie I did not enjoy. No. Like, if you're looking for a more or less serious, whimsical adventure with weird creatures... Watch Willow? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, first of all, I can't Is that believe the David I just... Bowie one? No, Willow's the one with um what's his face? Uh Warwick Davis? Yeah, Warwick Davis. I've watched that one. It's interesting. Labyrinth. I mean, yep. I thought of Labyrinth. Watch Labyrinth. Labyrinth's For the a record, better movie. Gage also loves Willow, so <laughs> Okay. So maybe don't watch Willow. You wanna know why Willow exists? It's a George sure. Lucas movie, right? Yeah. I believe. Um, he gave it to him because he's like, hey, you're going to be an Ewok in Star Wars, but we're going to make you your own movie too, my boy. Don't even worry about it. My boy. Yeah. So old Warwick was uh, yeah. getting his Do you know who stardom. directed Willow? What? Do you know who directed Willow? Who? Steven Spielberg? Ron Howard. Oh, I did know that. Now that you mentioned that, I feel like I knew that. Not enough Dutch uh, angles for me to remember, though. Mm. What is this? The first Twilight? Back to never-ending story. <laughs> like, the the child actors... Are bad. Whatever. They're bad. They're bad. 
They're children. This, the, They're literal. Atreyu has some has some weird accent that pops up only when he says ours. Is he German? Like he's trying to be British. No. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I was literally watching this, and at one point, I was like, "Did he just say that with a British accent? Like, was this movie originally supposed to be done with British accents, and then they changed it, but they'd already filmed the scene, so they just kept it?" Looking at the cast, there is one German actor of the main cast. Who? And it's the guy who plays the Night Hob. Interesting. Really? Who's the bat? He plays the bat. Yeah. And it's Tilo Pluckner. Ooh. Nice throaty accent, Dan. I Oh, I'm great at doing the sounds. Oh, yeah. Das ist gut. Das ist nicht so gut. Mm-mm. Um, the rest of them are English or American. They have these bizarre accents that try to mix both and get neither. I guess... Maybe they didn't have, like, a dialect coach. I doubt it. I doubt that they have one. Just go listen to some... I don't know, some... What's an American band? (laughs) Go listen to some... Eagles. Well, because my brain said Def Leppard and they're British. So. They're British. <laughs> yeah, go listen to the Eagles and come back. Um, yeah, like, the the child actors, they're bad. The other actors are also bad. I'd like the to just frame, say. The, the meta framing device is also really dumb. Yeah. The idea that a child spent a whole night in a school and nobody was looking for him. I could not suspend my disbelief. His his father was supposed to be set up as, like, absentee in the beginning, but he was still, like, talking. To, it's not like he wasn't talking to him. Yeah. He, he maybe isn't. He's pretty cold, but it doesn't seem like he hates his son or anything. I more so got the vibe that the dad's just still broken from the mom dying, and he doesn't know yeah. how to cope with being a single parent. Maybe he was, like, a head of the house working all the time, and she was a stay-at-home mom, and when she passed away, it became really hard for him. That's yeah, that's what I got too. Five seconds with him blending his protein into his orange juice. That's what I got. No, no, no. Say it right. He wasn't blending his protein into sorry, his orange sorry. juice. Sorry, sorry. His egg. His raw whole egg. Sorry, how could I juice. be so dumb? Please. Um, I have some trivia for you. I'm ready. Hit me. Michael End, who is the author of the book, mm-hmm. um, filed an injunction to stop the production of the film. Jesus Christ. Uh, and he demanded that his name be removed from the credits. Why? Just because it was so bad? Uh, he took particular issue with the ending, which shows Fantasia being restored with little creative input by Bastion and also Falcor crossing into the real world, which is noted to be impossible in the novel. Dang, okay. Um, and that's why his name is not listed in the opening credits at all. Mm. Michael End, the author. Um, the Atreyu's face, he looks dazed and shocked after he kills Gamork, as you said. Uh, the wolf puppet fell on him, and it almost knocked him out. Dang. And they didn't try for a second shot after he said one of the claws almost poked one of his eye outs, too. I would have agreed and said, let's not do that again. I am scared. I am a literal child. Please stop. Thank you. After test screenings, audience weren't enthused by the original score. So the studio commissioned um, new music, including the opening title song, which is not present. None of the songs with lyrics are present in the German film. They're missing out because the song kind of hits. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Maybe it's just because I've heard Gage sing it so many times I'm just used to it now. There's an internet rumor that the horse died during the filming of the Swamp of Sadness scene. No way. They would have had to stop production. That would have been a whole political... Or not political. That would have been a whole lawsuit. Yeah, it it wasn't. Animals have more rights than children on sets. Like That's true. The, the horse was given to um, the actor who played Atreyu, oh. but the cost of transporting him and everything to the U.S., he was left behind in Germany, oh. but not killed. I hope he lived a good life and wasn't turned into glue. Yeah. 
Me too. The, this was the most expensive, at the time, most expensive movie made outside of the U.S. or Soviet Union. Probably because they didn't use Jim Henson puppets, so they didn't have a company and they had to build them all from scratch. They couldn't mm-hmm. just slap a costume onto Snuffleupagus and call it a day. Um, there are some characters that were from the book that didn't appear due to special effects issues, uh, including a character named Egramel the Many. Ew. And the Wind Giants. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of hard to CGI wind. Yeah. And the rolling storm clouds that appear are not supposed to be the nothing, but an indication of the presence of the nothing. Oh, I misunderstood that. I defo thought it was the nothing. Yeah, me too. Uh, And also, the rock band Atreyu takes their name from this movie. I didn't know there was a rock band called Atreyu. Yeah, they are a metalcore band. That explains why I'm not in my metal my metal era anymore. Anymore. You're missing out. I know, sorry. Their most recent album, Baptize, um, received polarizing reviews from critics. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all the trivia. Oh, I guess the one other thing, this was released on dvd in 2001 by warner brothers Mm -hmm. and that was the only u.s release of it until it was put on streaming services oh it was never on vhs or anything or blu-ray that sounds fake because i had a friend like i said a kid in grade school who really liked it do you think he just watched it on tv Uh, i mean it could have had it on dvd I guess. When did DVDs get created? The late 90s? Maybe. You're you're really bad with, like, general dates of things. Well, I think it's messed up because I have a clear memory. My grandma and grandpa gave my family our first DVD player, and we got a copy of Emperor's New Groove. That was our first Mm -hmm. DVD. Yeah, that was, like, 2001. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I'm old. Uh, so on a scale of one to five bootleg DVDs, what do you give this? A two. I like the theme song. I can't rate it any lower just because, like, it's a kid's movie. Rating a kid's movie any lower makes it sound like I'm a neckbeard who's like, this this didn't have enough plot. I couldn't think it wasn't cerebral enough. No, it was made for children. Mm -hmm. But... It also just, and I don't even want to say the CGI doesn't hold up because it's not even that. Like we've watched some movies where it's older, but the CGI is not quite as terrible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not that it doesn't hold up. It's that it doesn't matter. It's only popular again because of Stranger Things. Changed my mind. Yeah. Changed no, my you're mind. right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, seeing as this is a children's movie, uh, I don't think that it had enough plot to quote you. Look at that neck beard coming in thick, Dan. Thick. 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 There, I keep seeing TikTok videos of people saying, like, shave your face, leave the neck beard. Oh, God. Think about doing that. Uh, I give it a one. A this was... This was bad. This was really, really bad. And I don't enjoy that I lost 90 minutes of my day to it. I lost interest very quickly. So I'm there with you. And again, it's not because I think it's a children's movie that I lost interest. Because there are There are plenty of good children's movies. Exactly. Like, I think of the movies that I grew up watching. Or even just like... Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory we were talking about. That's based Mm -hmm. off of a book. But it's, it's got... And it has CGI and it has special effects, even in the old one. Mm-hmm. It just is a lot better. Yeah, or or like Legends of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul. Please, not Guardians of Gahul. Not Guardians or, of Gahul. Or even like Descendants. I wasn't going to mention her, but since you brought it up, that's a phenomenal movie. Thank you. They're better than this. They're children's movies. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's Labyrinth. Just, just watch Labyrinth. Labyrinth is kind of horny, though. Dark Crystal I, or whatever, right? To be honest, I, I've only seen Labyrinth on in the background while I was at a bar, and I watched That's the fair. entire thing without sound, and it was wonderful. I had a great time. I haven't watched it in so long, but David Bowie's cod piece lives rent-free in my mind. It is it is the battle of the bulge. Uh, <laughs> I realized is. I didn't ask this. Uh, better or worse of the same with JTT? I, I don't think he could save this. I'd I say really it's better because it can't get worse. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I don't know that I think... I think he'd have to play, like... He could probably play... Atreyu. Yeah. Or, since, you know... I think the character's native, but it's not explicitly said anywhere. I guess it's not appropriative, right? I guess. He's pretty implicitly native I'd say American. then Bastion. He could play one... Well, they're supposed to be the same person, so... Then I'm going to say Bastion. Well, it's, could, they're supposed to be the same it. character in the same way that... Um, they they have similar. My auras. first thought was Ready Player One. Whoa. Or like you are a video game character. Mm -hmm. I'm just I can't think of it. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, better or worse than the same with Jimmy Stewart. 1984 Jimmy Stewart is Bastion. Better. Badger. I would watch that. 60 something year old, 70 something year old Jimmy Stewart. Love it. Can't wait. Um, any other thoughts? Can't wait for next week, Dan, because Gabe said it's worse. And the week after, too. The one thing I have to look forward to is that Jack Black is in the third movie. He is? He is. Child actor Jack Black is in Shut it. the fuck up. I can't wait. Yeah. So, mercifully, that is it for this episode of In Conclusion. If you want to support us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at and in Conclusion, on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast, on Patreon at patreon.com slash inconclusion. You can find me on Twitter at danokeefe86 and on TikTok at notdanokeefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Prime 818 or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for rolling the O and rolling the O and out our zeros. And I sent out a tweet today. Big news. I saw it. I liked it. Yep. Very funny. Thank Go you. Go to Anna's Twitter. Like her tweets. Thank you, Dan. Gas me up. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with the never-ending story too. Oh, God, it keeps going. Not mm. the official subtitle. In to the meantime, everybody... Oh, God. Two never two ending two story. Hell yeah. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Bye. Two gals chatting about their weddings. Hey, Creative Land podcast.